welcome to the Oily Doc, where oil education is fun, simple, and ready to use. I am Tracy, also known as the Oily Doc, and um, I am going to be talking to you guys today about something that my husband, I can't take credit for this, he um, cutely termed Tia. So Tia is the various forms of um, oil usage. So Tia is the three forms of oil application, which um, we're going to go into in um, just a few minutes. Um, But first of all, I want to um, express how important it is that when you are using essential oils, it is very important to be able to use them safely and to be able to use them in a variety of different ways. So who is Tia? Um, Tia is the three forms of safe essential oil usage, which are topical, internal, and aromatic. And we're going to go into those three today. Um, I actually am going to take those and kind of um, go in a different order as far as my acronym, because I want to go in the order of Um, safest usage to um, the order of needing the most um, information, education, and um, being the most reserved when using in this application. So the safest form of essential oil usage is actually aromatic. So aromatic is when you are getting essential oils into your body through your respiratory tract. So that would be breathing them in, inhaling them in, and that can be done in a variety of different ways. But the most common way that people think of um, aromatic usage of essential oils is when they think of a, um, um, a diffuser. So a diffuser is when you've got, it's, it can either be a, um, waterless or a water-driven machine or device, I guess is maybe a a better way to describe it, that you put the oil um, either into water or you screw the oil into directly the device and it um, uh, breaks the oil into small particles that are then displaced into the air. So you are breathing them in. So that is a diffuser and they come in a variety of sizes. Um, Like I said, there's some that use water. There's some that are waterless. Um, They have a variety of run times. So some might run for two hours continuously. Um, Some might run for 10 hours um, intermittently. And there's a lot of different reasons why you would pick different diffusers. So for instance, um, We have a diffuser that has um, a high output, meaning that it puts out a lot of um, aroma or oils into the air, but it has a very short runtime that we run in our homeschool classroom um, because we have really young children and they're not going to be doing their schoolwork for extended periods of time all at once. And so we have that high output, short or intermittent, um, uh, runtime that we we run in our school room. It's also a small room, so um, it doesn't have to be a super powerful diffuser, 
but we like the high output that the one that we have in there gives out. Um, on the other side of the spectrum, in my husband and I's bedroom, we have a diffuser that has a intermittent eight-hour runtime. And so it it runs, I don't know the exact um, intervals, but it's something like uh, like 10 minutes of running and, you know, 10 minutes off or uh, 10 minutes of running, 20 minutes off or something like that. But it does it for eight hours. And that's perfect because it's the total amount of time that we're going to be in our room sleeping. Um, we don't have to worry about waking up in the middle of the night and turning it back on if we're running an oil to help with sleep or um, restfulness or uh, just for relaxation in general. And so we use a diffuser with a longer runtime and it's more interval based than we would use in something like our schoolroom. Um, there's also other diffusers that have higher outputs that you may put in a, a larger room. So there's a variety of different diffusers you can buy. Um, I get all of mine through doTERRA because they have a really great return policy if something were to happen um, to your diffuser. You can buy them in a variety of places. I just really, I just really like the doTERRA diffusers. I haven't had any issues, but the few people that I've spoken to who have gotten their diffuser out of the box and it's not been working properly, we're able to return it really easily. So um, there are also car diffusers, um, and those are really great too. If you're taking a long trip, that can be um, nice to have a diffuser in your car to help with those long trips, and everybody gets a little bit anxious. Um, and then also sometimes if you're someone who gets a little anxious just driving, you may want to put a diffuser in your car for your um, commute to work or just your everyday driving. Those are really great. Another great alternative if you don't have a diffuser is something like diffuser jewelry. So um, if you have a um, diffuser necklace, it's going to have a small leather or felt pad in it. And you will put one or two drops of whatever oil you're trying to, um, to, to be able to get a desired effect from onto your diffuser pad and then put, place it in that um, diffuser necklace and wear that throughout the day. And then you're going to be constantly getting that aromatic benefit from your oils throughout the day. Um, I find oftentimes, depending on the diffuser necklace I have, I have a couple. I've got one that's got the felt pads in it. And then I actually have um, a couple other ones that are more like a little vial that you fill up with oil. Depending on the necklace that I am using, um, I may go weeks without having to refill or change out my um, oil that I've got in my in my jewelry. So jewelry is a great alternative. And it's also really good if you've got something, if you've got a diffuser necklace with the little felt pads in it um, and say, you know, today I'd like to wear um, Motivate and Cheer, which are two blends that doTERRA does. Um, today, I'd really like to wear those. I'm just really feeling it. I got a big meeting to go into or whatever. Then you can put those on a felt pad. And the next day you say, man, I've got the situation that I'm going into where I'm feeling a little anxious and I need to really calm myself down. You might want to put serenity and balance in. You can take out that little felt pad, exchange it for another one and get a totally different scent without having to kind of co-mingle between um, different effects and different scents that you may not be interested in having on your um, diffuser jewelry. So the diffuser necklaces are a fantastic um, alternative. Um, also, if you are, um, you know, I've I had someone that I spoke to who um, really 
liked the effects of um, pain reduction um, uh, that Basil gave her, and she used that during labor. Um, she would put it on a little cloth in a cup and would just inhale it. Um, and she said that really helped with a lot of her, her labor pains. So that's a, a good, um, good thing to be able to do too. If you've got a little cloth, you put it in a cup, you put a drop of your oil on it, and then you can, you can breathe it in that way. These are all really great ways to aromatically use essential oils. Um, I, when I do a class, I always go around and put a drop of peppermint and a drop of orange in everybody's hand and have them cup that around their nose and their mouth and take a big deep breath and inhale it. That's another aromatic usage. Just simply opening your bottle and smelling it is another aromatic usage. So the important to, thing to note about aromatic usage is that it is by far the safest way to use your essential oils. There really have never been any reports of um, adverse effects from aromatic usage of essential oils. Um, if you're, you're concerned or you're nervous or you just don't know how to use your oils when you first get them, aromatic usage is really a very safe way to go. Um, and it has great therapeutic benefits. So along with helping with a lot of the emotion or mood things that we've talked about, there are a lot of other therapeutic benefits that aromatic usage of essential oils gives you. So using essential oils aromatically is always the first way that I suggest to people to be using their oils. And it makes sense when you know that aromatic usage is really a great first way to go with using your oils. And it, I mean, it's good long-term too. That um, aromatic usage uh, and having a diffuser when you first start off using essential oils is just key. You have to. You just have to have a diffuser. So um, that's a great way to go. Now, a couple things that you don't want to do when it comes to aromatic usage of essential oils. You really don't want to um, burn your oils. So sometimes people will get like the little, um, the little candle burners or even oil burners. They'll find like a little oil burner and they'll say, I'm just going to use my oils in that. Well, that is fine if you are simply going for a um, smell component. You just want them to smell good because when you burn the oils and you bring them to that high of a temperature, the therapeutic benefit of the oils is really being lost. So, um, you should not be burning your oils in any way, whether that be with a candle warmer or anything like that in order to get aromatic usage because you just, you lose the therapeutic benefit. So that's the kind of the, um, simple aromatic usage of essential oils. So the next way that a lot of people feel comfortable or confident in using the oils is topically. So topical application is anytime you put the oils onto your skin, the surface of your skin. And topical application when done um, correctly and done um, safely is, is very safe with um, minimal risk for any kind of side effects. And if there are any side effects, typically what they are is skin sensitivity. So maybe meaning a little redness, maybe a small rash. But when it comes to topical usage done properly, uh, the safety aspect is, is still incredibly high. So topical usage of essential oils, like I said, is any time that you're taking an oil and you're putting it on the surface of your skin. 
So there's two different ways that you can really um, implement topical usage. If you have a specific spot on your skin or place on your skin that you're trying to um, get a desired effect from the usage of essential oil. So say you have like a scratchy spot on, um, on the surface of your skin and you say, you know what, I really want to put some lavender on that to try and calm that itchy, scratchy redness. Um, you can put lavender on that specific spot. Another example would be if you have a cut that you're trying to either get um, more of a healing um, uh, benefit or outcome to, or you're just trying to get in, like an, uh, a disinfecting um, property to it. If you have a cut, you can put the oils on that. The same is true for like a burn. If you have a burn, um, you can use the oils on that to help the healing process of that. So using them on a specific area on your body is always um, one option for topical usage. The other is if you're trying to get a systemic effect on your body, um, whether that be I'm trying to help with sleep or I'm just trying to boost my all over immunity or something like that. There are two places that I suggest putting the oil specifically for that. One is the bottoms of your feet. So the bottom of your feet. Bottom of your feet is um, very porous, but also very callous, meaning that um, it has the ability to really um, be a, a place of absorbency, but it also is not going to be somewhere where you have high skin sensitivity. So you don't have to worry about the oils having such a high skin reaction there. Um, also, if you're familiar at all with reflexology, there's reflexology points all along your feet that are going to coincide with different organ systems, um, things like that. So putting the oils on the bottom of your feet is a great option. I also like to put the oils along the spine and then the base of the neck. I am, for those of you who don't know, the doc part of the oily doc, I'm a chiropractor. Um, my husband's a pharmacist. What an interesting pairing, right? And um, so we're both doctors. Um, I am very, always very concerned, um, first and foremost, with the neurology of the body, because I know that the neurological impact that something um, has is going to be uh, very important to the overall function of the body. And so my my purpose in putting oils along the spine and the brainstem is really to get those oils as close to your neurology or your neurological system as possible. So um, now when using oils topically, it is very important that you always use carrier oils unless you are someone who has been using them for so long that you just absolutely without a doubt know the outcome or your skin sensitivity level. So a carrier oil is any high quality vegetable based cooking oil. So sometimes when I say vegetable based, people think, oh, good vegetable oil. No, that is not a good carrier oil. It's not a good oil in general. Um, it's kind of a mod podge of junk that they throw in a bottle. So no vegetable oil, no canola oil, but uh, coconut oil is fantastic, has a lot of uh, benefits and properties in and of itself. That's a great carrier oil, um, grapeseed oil, avocado seed oil, um, the jojoba oil, uh, extra virgin olive oil. All of these are really great carrier oils. Um, so really, you've got a good high quality cooking oil sitting around your house, you can use that in a pinch. No problem. Um, 
we really go for coconut oil and then fractionated coconut oil. Now, if you have ever used coconut oil before, you know that at room temperature, coconut oil is a solid. So fractionated coconut oil is um, had, has had one molecule removed so that it stays at a liquid, even at room temperature. And so you don't have to worry about warming up in your hand before you apply it to the body. So we use co coconut oil or fractionated coconut oil, depending on what we need it for. And that's really our carrier oil. Now, um, I would always tell people when you are first using essential oils topically, go more conservative rather than less conservative to start off with. If you find that your body is more than tolerating a large amount of carrier oil to a small amount of essential oil, then you can always decrease the carrier oil. So I would tell you for, um, if you're making up like, a let's say 10, 10 milliliters of a, a blend or even just a single oil that you're going to use over multiple usages, I would put, um, for a child about 10 drops of the oil to the rest of those 10 mls, um, worth carrier oil for an adult. It might be 20 drops to 10 M to the rest of those 10 mls. Um, if you're looking at more of a teaspoon to tablespoon for a child, I would say, let's start with one drop of carrier oil, or I'm sorry, one drop of essential oil to about a tablespoon of carrier oil and go from there. If you find that is more than sufficient for, um, conservative, a conservative estimate, then decrease your carrier oil. But what you don't want to do is go, um, you know, just really sparse on the carrier oil and then get a skin reaction. You'd rather have that over conservativeness and then go um, less if you find that that's something that your body tolerates well. Most people don't have issues with sensitivity to essential oils. Um, but for those few who may, I always suggest let's be safe and conservative to begin with and we can go from there. Now, if you do happen to, um, one time I came home and my five-year-old who really, we've been using essential oil since he was about two, so he should have known better, but he didn't. Um, he had gotten into a bottle of cinnamon. For those of you who know, cinnamon is a hot essential oil, very hot. Um, he had gotten into a bottle of cinnamon and he had put it on his hands and he had rubbed it on his face. Um, he was not having any um, extreme reaction or anything like that, but he was saying, mommy, my face hurts. Obviously he had cinnamon oil on it. So we went into the kitchen. I got a bottle of extra virgin olive oil. I basically doused him with it, just poured it all over his hands and his face. And he immediately, I said, is that any better? He goes, oh yeah, that's fine. Thank you, mommy. So um, if you were ever in a pinch where you get um, uh, a hot oil that your child gets into, or even you get a, oh my gosh, I didn't dilute that enough, or I touched the bottle and then touched my face or something like that. Um, what you're going to do is you're going to use the carrier oil to further dilute, um, or to, to basically wash. Do not use water. We all know that water and oil don't mix, but for some reason we don't think that applies to essential oils. Well, it does. So do not use water when you are trying to um, get oils off of you that are burning you. So use a carrier oil and rinse with that. Um, 
I did have a person contact me a few days ago who had um, put some oils, just a couple drops of oil in their bath, and they'd had a skin sensitivity to that. Um, the same thing would apply. Use carrier oil to, ch- to help um, get, you know, diffuse that oil off of your skin or help to get it off of your skin or diluted. Um, but for future or for, um, for those of you who may want to be using something like oils in your bath, my suggestion is always to, to add um, essential oils to a bath salt, and that becomes kind of like the carrier, and then put the bath salts into your, into your bath. So that's kind of one of those. We talk about not burning your oils aromatically. When we're, talk, when we're talking about topical application, the two things that you don't want to do are really, I, would, I, I wouldn't suggest just putting oils straight into your tub and hopping in. You may um, get an intensified skin reaction from that. And I wouldn't suggest that if you happen to get a hot, carry, or a hot oil onto your skin, you try and use water to get that off. Don't hop in the shower. Um, use a carrier oil um, in order to try and wash that from your skin. So um, the last thing that we're going to talk about and really probably in the States, the most controversial is the internal usage of essential oils. I'm not going to go real deep on this. I might take this into another topic because we're kind of running out of time this morning. Um, But the internal usage is something that is very controversial in the States and is far less controversial overseas. So I, um, I said we might not, I'm not going to go into a lot of depth or detail with this. Um, I'm actually just going to hit the very surface and really tell you, let's tune in again next time to get some more information and go a little deeper on the topic of internal usage, because I've got way too many things to say about this. You guys would be sitting here for another 20 minutes. So internal usage, um, first and foremost, I will tell you that when I speak of internal usage, I am not talking about any other oil except for doTERRA. I'm not telling you that you should not use any other oil except for doTERRA. I'm just telling you, I have zero knowledge on the quality of any other essential oil. Um, I do know ones um, are probably out there that the company um, says that they are too an internal um, regarded as safe um, standard. I just don't know which ones those are. But I do know that there are plenty out there that are not safe to be taken internally. So just for the blanketed statement of safety, when I talk about the internal usage, it's really going to be specifically referring to doTERRA oils. And I think I'm going to stop there and say that the next time we do um, an episode, I'm going to really dedicate that whole episode to this really hot topic of, is it safe to use oils internally? And if you don't feel safe using oils internally, does that mean that you shouldn't use oils or shouldn't use doTERRA altogether? Because I sometimes see that. So we'll save that for next time. Uh, Once again, I want to remind everyone to share, comment, like this video. Um, Share it with all your fun friends and on your pages and all that kind of stuff. Um, And hashtag AskTheOilyDoc. Please be posting those questions with hashtag AskTheOilyDoc. We'll be answering them as they start to come in. And um, we do have the platform for our podcast up on iTunes. Don't go searching yet because we're still working on getting our episodes up. 
But that means that probably by the next um, couple times you guys see me, I'll be making the announcement that you need to go to the iTunes store and download our podcast, which I'm so excited about. So hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your day and um, make sure you tune in next time because we're going to kind of do a semi part two of using essential oils safely. So otherwise, have a great day and we'll see you next time.